Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, a.k.a. the Word Church. And we've been talking about righteousness and how we are righteous and who declared us righteous. And, you know, I want to go back to the original question that brought this whole subject up. I was talking to somebody earlier yesterday, and they were talking about, can a person be righteous unless they are sinless? And... You know, as we were talking before we came on the air, if that's true, if you cannot be righteous unless you are sinless, there is nobody who could ever be righteous because we are all sinners. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so if the requirement for being righteous is that you're sinless, the only person who ever lived who could be righteous was Jesus. And that's the whole basis of the gospel is that we as man are sinners We were unlovely. We were the enemies of God, and the wages of sin is death, and we are given Jesus' righteousness, because our righteousness is filthy rags. No matter what good we have done, no matter how hard we tried to do more good than bad, no matter how hard we tried to do good, our righteousness was as a filthy rag, and we required the righteousness of Jesus to cover our sins. And so the answer is, can a person be righteous without being sinless? The answer to that is clearly yes, because what does he say? All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but now a righteousness apart from the law, apart from being good has come, and that is faith in Jesus Christ. And and I'm going to make this declaration right here. Paul said it in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, and this should be our declaration as Christians. He says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For the gospel is the good news that Jesus brought. It says, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to drop down to verse 17. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. In what? In the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith, as is written, the just shall live by faith. Meaning, we should live by what God said in his word and believe that. So if God declared you righteous, if he said you're righteous, guess what? You're righteous. That's the good news. He who knew no sin was made sin for you that you may become the righteousness of God. And yes, you, we talked about that the other day. Yes, you are going to miss the mark as a Christian, but you get back in your righteousness. You stand in the right position. You're in right standing with God. That's what righteousness means or to be justified means to be declared righteous. God declared you righteous, not your wife, not not your pastor can't declare you righteous. 
God declares you righteous. Now you have to receive that by faith because he just said for in it, uh, for, uh, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel, the righteousness of God from faith to faith. So believe and believe because the just shall live by faith. So we got to live by what God says. And I'm going to say this again. I said it once, let God be true and every man be a liar. If God said it, that settles it. You know, and and to go back to what you said about the good news, see, that's the good news of the Bible. If Romans stopped before it got to chapter three, it would be a terrible indictment because I look at Romans and I see almost a courtroom situation where we are being proved that we are guilty of sin. And yes, you come to the end of, and yes, we're guilty. There's no one can deny that they have sinned in their life. There's no one who can deny they have done wrong things in their life. And then he comes to the good news that a righteousness apart from the law. So yes, I couldn't be good my whole life. Yes, I sinned. Yes, I deserved punishment. But now a righteousness, I could be made right before God apart from having been good because of it all relied on being good, I'm lost. I'm a sinner. And the the wages of sin is death. But God has made a way through faith in his son that we can now have his son's righteousness. And it's not anything to do with our righteousness. It's not anything to do with our being good. We have been imputed, the Bible says, with his righteousness and now when God looks at us, he sees his son's righteousness. Amen. And as I was just led to Romans chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified or declared righteous in his sight. Right. So I can't say, well, I did more good than bad. Uh-uh. It ain't going to work for, with, with God. It says, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Okay. Well, if you want to live by the law, you know you're going to have to keep, keep it all. But I'm going to drop down to verse 22. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, there it is. Through faith in Jesus Christ. Look, to all and on all who believe. See, you're only going to receive this righteousness as you believe. If you don't believe what God said about you being righteous, well, you're not going to live that out. But there is no difference. For all have sinned. <laughs> that means every human being has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you've been born into the earth, You've been, you're a born sinner. But if you've been born again, you're a born winner. Yeah, that's why you got to have faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to, dis- to demonstrate the righteousness because of his forbearance. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he may be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Amen. That's good news. God is the just, he's the justifier. He says, if you place faith in Jesus Christ, you're righteous. So to somebody who's listening and they say, well, I've I've done more good than bad, that's not going to make it. I've I've always tried to do good. That's not going to make it. I've done a lot of work around the church. That's not going to make it. I've taught Sunday school for 20 well, you know years. What? That's not going to It's faith in well, Jesus when, Christ. When I hear people talk like that, that tells me they have not so learned Christ. They they haven't studied to show themselves approved. Because if you're talking like that, you just tell me you don't study the word. Read the word. You, you, Jesus said, man, it is written, man shall live by what? Every word. You got to get the word inside of your life. The word is living and powerful. If you don't have, 
you can't, you're walking by sight if you ain't walking by the word. So when I hear Christians talking like that, that let me know, I want to know what church you go to, who your pastor, because where you getting this at? You're, you're leaning to your own understanding. Like Paul told the Galatians, who bewitched you? Right. And there's some pastors out here bewitching some congregants too. Who told you you got to still live by the law? Or who told you you can just do good works in, in, to get in God's good grace? It's by faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. And by the same token, if you're if you're listening and you know somebody, man, they've been a sinner. There, and you know what? Everybody's a sinner, but some people's sins run way ahead of them. <laughs> Paul writes to Timothy, and and everybody sees them, everybody knows them. You look at them, and man, it's obvious what their sin is. Other people's sins are a little more hidden; you don't notice them so much. But everybody's a sinner, and so if you know somebody and you say, "Man, I just think they're too far gone. I just don't know. I don't know that God." Can, the grace of God can cover any sin. And so the good news for us as Christians, what and, and the basis for this show, you know, we want to ignite people's faith on fire. The basis of this show is that to convince people, to, to help people come to understand the scripture that everyone can be saved. There's no one too far gone for God. God, if they turn to him in faith, God can save them from their sin. So I don't care how bad you think that person is. Now, and I've also talked to Christians, and this is pretty disheartening. They know a neighbor, and they've been in drugs or alcohol or whatever for years. They've got a family member, that's, and and they've just kind of given up hope. There's just no hope for them in their mind. We've got to get past that, that, that God can do anything, that there's no such person as there's no hope for them. Well, is there anything too hard for God? I, I think a, some people think so. Well, well, I have this thing I post on Facebook on certain Sundays. We do what's called Hip Hop Sunday because we want to reach that that demographic, that culture of people. And I have this little picture I post with two girls holding a Bible, standing next to a, a thug, a guy with his pants down and a gun in his belt, and, and they're inviting him to church. And, and one of the girls like, no, no, let's not go near him. But the the whole moral of that picture is, is there anything too hard for God? God can transform anybody because he loves people, and his power can do that. Look at the Apostle Paul. We, we sometimes forget about everybody God in, encountered, he impacted. And, and the Scripture says the, the works that he did shall we do also. So when we encounter people, to, actually Jesus said, just declare to them the kingdom of God is near you because it's on the inside of us. So we're to see people like God sees them. So, again, if that same person that's a Christian is saying they're far gone, that let me know you have not have, you don't have the mind of Christ. Because Jesus didn't look at anybody and say, oh, they're too far gone. They can't make it. Because I'm reminded of the, the guy on the cross that was being crucified next to Jesus. He was, uh, I think, was he a murderer, thief? He was something. And Jesus could say, oh, man, it's too late for you. But he told him this day, when that guy received Jesus as Lord and Savior on the cross, Jesus said this day, you will be me in paradise. He didn't say, man, I know where I'm going, but you're going somewhere else. <laughs> Ain't no hope for you. He didn't say that. So let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. And again, this broadcast is designed to ignite one's faith on fire. We want to awaken that spirit of faith that lives inside of us or you when you got born again. Scriptures say the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. So allow that spirit to be awakened and don't belittle or despise God, or think God can't do this. He can't handle this situation. I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy, you know, to call myself righteous. I am worthy. I'm worthy not because, again, my works. It's because what Jesus did on Calvary. And 
another word Jesus declared. He said, it is finished. Meaning I redeem, reconcile mankind back to you, Father. Now you mean every, we don't have to add something to it? We no, don't no, have no. to try to follow when, something? When, when somebody said it is finished, that means it is finished. Over in First John, it says, for this purpose was the Son of Man manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. Well, Satan. Yeah, threw, but then I have to not go to movies, and I have no, to no, not no. You dance can go to movies. And, you can do all that. Well, the spirit of the Lord is, <laughs> you're free to do whatever you want to do. And I'm not saying that Christians aren't going to miss the mark. I know a lot of Christians that that live, still live in sin, and you can make. He said in his word, "I set before you this day, death and life, blessings and cursings. Choose." Then he says, "Choose life that you and your children may live." So life is choice driven. I can make a choice to do whatever, and I don't have to go to the movies to be around sinners. I can go over there to Safeway. I can go as soon as I walk out my door. There's lots of sinners out there. They sell liquor at grocery stores. They sell tobacco there. They sell movies there. So greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And once you know who you are in Christ Jesus and grounded and rooted in that, you can go. Because Jesus said go. He didn't say stay. And you know the acronym for go? Get out. What you <laughs> he know? said go into all the world. Yeah, right. Jesus didn't take his, his disciples and go up on top of some hill and just sit up there. He could have fed them. They, he could have built a house. He could have just done whatever he wanted to do, and they could have lived up there good. But that's not what he want, That's not what he came for. He came to be with people. And you know what? He, who he came for was sinners. The Pharisees were always just after him. Doesn't he know who he's eating with? Doesn't he know who he's dealing with? That that's, person's a sinner, and yet that's who he came for. You know for. what? I get that as a pastor because I consider myself the real street pastor. I, I'm on. I'm out and about all day, and people will be like, I seen Vince talking to so and so and so and so. Well, I know who I am, and I know what the command was to go. And Jesus said, "Be all things to all people." I know how to communicate with people on on various levels. And the Bible says, "Know ye no man after the flesh," meaning you. The only way you look down on a person is to pull them up, and that's the mind of Christ. Jesus encountered the woman at the well. He knew what her issues was. He read her mail. He said, yeah, you had X amount of husbands, and, and, and you're living with a guy right, right. now. He's not your husband <laughs> but, now. <laughs> but, but, but he preached to her, gave her the gospel, and the woman went out to be an evangelist. She went out and told everybody, the man that the, this other man that I just met, you ought to come you and see come him. And you got to sit, come meet him. They said, oh, here she go again, <laughs> number eight. But this was the one. So she met, you know, he gave her a water that she wouldn't be thirst again for. So we have to understand that. Again, all of these stories in the Bible are for our spiritual enrichment and edification. Those aren't cute little stories. Those are to build us up and to give us the, the character and the mind of God. So we have to just get grounded in the truth. And if, again, if God says you're righteous, you're righteous. And I always tell people I'm not a sinner. I'm a saint. I used to be a sinner before I received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now I'm in the family of God. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm an heir with God and a joint heir with Christ. Yeah, I used to be a sinner when, before I got saved, but now I'm a saint. I'm See, in the army of the Lord. <laughs> and we need to be out sharing the good news with people. Telling know? them they could be a saint too. Right. You that, don't have to be continue to be an ain't. And, you can and, be a saint. And as the person asked me yesterday, can you be righteous without being sinless unless you're yes, sinless? Yes, you can. And that's, the answer has to be yes, because if it's if it's no, none of us could be righteous because well, we're all sinners. Well, check this out real quick. God declared Abraham righteous, correct? Abraham lied. He lied to Pharaoh and said, Sarah was my sister. Well, David was a man after his own heart. Uh-huh. Right. He had some issues. <laughs> right, well, well, see, that's what I say. Go in the scriptures and find out 
You're righteous. If you have a heart towards God, God declares you righteous, especially now in this new dispensation, this new covenant, when you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, because Jesus said it's finished. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. When you come through the Son, he said, you knock, I'll let you in. Once you come in, boom, receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, righteousness just comes upon you. There it is. It's just that simple. And now you got to believe that. Remember, you got to believe I'm righteous. And then you got to start acting like you're righteous, talking like you're righteous, living like you're righteous. Yeah. You got to live like you're righteous. Right. You know, the question that Paul answers in Romans is, should I sin more so the grace can more abound? Because there are people and there are people that are probably listening to this show going, you know, these guys are really just preaching that I can do anything I want now that I'm righteous, that that God's declared me righteous so I can do whatever I want. And that is not the case, because what happens to us is we, and I think we might have talked about this a little bit yesterday, we don't live right so that we can be righteous. We live right because we're righteous. It's in the righteousness that God has given to us that we now find his love and his mercy and his grace and all those love, peace, joy, all those things. And as they come from him to us, they come from us to others, and then we are able to live a righteous life. It is not, oh, I've got to watch what I say. Oh, I've got to watch what I do. Because if I say or do the wrong thing, God won't love me anymore, and I'll lose my righteousness. No, it is because we're righteous, and we have the Holy Spirit, that we are now in a place where God's grace can come out of us to others, where God's mercy can come from us to others, where God's compassion can come from us to other people. It's not us, it's him. Amen. And I'm looking at Romans chapter 14, verse 17. And I got a subtitle here. It says, the law of love. That's where we're at now when you're in the kingdom. But look what it says here. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And again, I always tell people, do the do's and you won't want to do the don'ts. Learn what you have in Christ Jesus and start doing that. Then you won't focus on what you can't do. Learn who you are in Christ. And remember, I can do all things through Christ who's given me. God has a whole new reality for you to, to live in and to do things. You can... I think laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, I think that's exciting. I think casting out demons, if you ask me, that's exciting. I think being a blessing, and that's being a blessing to people too, because if you had a demon and you got cast out, you've been blessed. Well, but, and, so uh, I believe living the kingdom God lifestyle is being a blessing. You're blessed. And now here, though, it comes that's back the abundant to life. Because, see, if I don't believe that I can pray for somebody and they'll be healed, I'm never going to do it. If I don't believe... You don't believe you're righteous then. If I (laughs) I don't believe that I can pray for somebody and and they could be freed from demon possession, I will never, ever do it. And so this this is where, you know, we've talked before, this is where the Christian church lives below where God wants them to live because there are so many Christians out there who don't really believe that they can pray for people and then be healed, that they can pray for people and then... and them be freed from demon possession. They, they, in fact, when you start talking demon possession, a lot of people, oh man, they just went round the bend there. Well, because you don't have a, a clue of who you are in Christ Jesus. Again, the kingdom of God is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's peace. Peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. Joy. Jesus said, I'm going to send you out with joy. That means 
the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm always happy. I'm always upbeat because I've been redeemed, reconciled, restored. I have right, I'm in right standing with God. If, if that ain't good news or something to be joyful about, I don't know what is. And the icing on the cake is my name is written now in the Lamb's Book of Life. And he I'm, wrote it there. Yeah, he wrote it there. And it's there to stay. It, it can't be blotted out or erased. A man can't do it. <laughs> can't get erased. And I know where I'm going to spend eternity at. It's all good. Having a relationship with God or being in right standing with God, it's all good. No wonder Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. <laughs> well, then Jesus says to Paul, you know, when he has the thorn in the flesh, Jesus says to him, my grace is sufficient. Too many Christians don't even believe that. So they're constantly in a state of fear and constantly in a state of depression, constantly in a state of, oh, woe is me, because they don't really believe that God is sufficient for all of their needs. As soon as you believe just that much, that Jesus is sufficient, his grace is sufficient for every need I will ever have, your life will take on a completely new understanding to you. Well, I got another scripture right here in Romans 14, verse 23. And he, he was talking about two things here. But I believe he was talking about the word of God, too. Verse 23, it says, but he who doubts is condemned. See, that person you just spoke of, they're doubting who they are in Christ Jesus, doubting what God says. He said, he who doubts is condemned. And I'm paraphrasing. But he who does not eat from doubt is from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. That's a revelation there. He says, whatever, because remember, God's a faith God. And you have to believe what he says. So he says anything that's not of faith is sin. So you're right. You got a lot of righteous people who are sinning because they're righteous. They receive Jesus Lord and Savior. They've been declared righteous, but they don't believe that they're righteous. Well, now you're still in the area of sin. You don't believe well, nothing so God said. They never consider that sin. They just well, well, yeah, you, fact, you don't believe it. You yeah, know, you're I, right. I they don't consider somebody, that. And they said, you know, I know that you've said that before, and I know the Bible says that. But I've got to be realistic. I've, I've got to see the world the way it is. I can't just be pie in the sky. Uh, you're in the kingdom now. You better see it how God sees it. He says we're in the kingdom of God now. That's a totally different reality. You're in the kingdom of God. Because Jesus see, came preaching the gospel If you live by the sight, then, oh, then they're right. If, if you're going to live by sight, then yes, your circumstances are terrible. Yes, you should be in depression. Yes, you should feel terrible. But we're not to live by sight. We're to live by faith. And my faith tells me that Jesus is sufficient for every need in my life. Right. And like you just said, the just shall live by faith. Scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for from God? Are you hoping to be in right standing with him? I'm going to say yes and amen. Are you hoping to rule and reign in life? Are you hoping to live the abundant life that Jesus said he came to give you? I'm going to say yes and amen to that. Again, faith is the substance of things hoped for. And it's the evidence of things not seen. Well, my evidence is God's word. God said it. That's all the evidence I need. And I'm going to keep speaking what I believe. I believe I'm righteous because the word of God says I am. And that's, I'm going to renew my mind to that. I'm righteous. So I got to start. You better start talking to yourself. (laughs) Start telling yourself I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wake up in the morning and praising Jesus for what he's done for mankind, for redeeming and reconciling and restoring me back to the Father. Because I know, apart from him, yes, I am like dirty rags. So I'm going to always acknowledge him in all my ways and remember what was done. Jesus told us, that's why we take communion. He says, do this in remembrance of me. I made you righteous. It wasn't because of your good works. It was because of what I did on Calvary. I was the beloved son whom he's well pleased in. 
I did that. That's right. why it's, Jesus Christ is my Lord. It's his righteousness. And my it's not ours. And see, <laughs> yeah. and, and going back once again to the question that was asked of me, can a person who is sinful be righteous? Do you have to be sinless in order to be righteous? And the answer to that is no, because we're all sinners. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. And Jesus and his righteousness is our righteousness. Well, well I'm going to say we all were sinners. I got to keep saying that. Because once you get born again, you can't be a saint and a sinner. Now, you could be a saint who sins, but as far as God's concerned, you're in my family now, and if you miss the mark, now I can, I'm, I'm saying miss the mark. I'm not saying just constantly living in sin. And you can, there's righteous people that do that too, but he's saying whatever is not of faith is sin. So the just shall live by faith. That's faith in God's word. So if God says depart from all of this stuff, let it, he says lay aside every weight in the sin which so easily ensnares us. If he says you to put away some stuff and you say, I'm going to keep this because I like doing this. Well, okay, now you're going to reap what you sow. (laughs) And so if you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. You sow to the spirit, you're going to reap what he said. A lot of times people don't realize there's consequences to sin. It is, even for Christians. There's consequences to the actions that we take, and even as Christians. So being forgiven doesn't necessarily mean that the consequences are gone. I I told somebody the other day, we were talking about this issue. I said, you know, if if I pull out of the parking lot, the church parking lot, and I'm not paying attention, and I ram into the side of your car, and I back up, and I yell out the window at you, God's forgiven me, and drive off. You're probably going to say, well, maybe he did, and maybe I will too, but my car still got to get fixed. What's the name of your insurance company? Mm-hmm. Right. So consequences to the things that we do remain, even though we're forgiven. There are too many Christians who think, well, I'm forgiven. So now I can do whatever I want and there'll be no consequences. We're we're not saying that there won't be consequences to sin. Well, the wages of sin is death. And there are consequences to the sins that we commit. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking earlier about Christians not realizing where they're at. And not realizing they can be healed. Healing isn't just for illness. Healing, healing can also be in your mind where oh, yes. where you are constantly depressed, constantly feeling bad. And we need to realize that God wants us to heal us even from that. Well, there's a deliverance available. And you know what? You just have to. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel. To set captives free. So you can be captive, captivated in your mind. And God wants you loosed and set free. And again, whom the sun set free is free indeed. And this is going to conclude uh, this segment of Faith on Fire. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, remember, we'll be back. And before you, we go, we just want to keep reminding you to keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.